Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that the guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right brand is the number one thick cut, hand trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some right brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Hope everybody had a, a fantastic weekend. We're pumped to be back here on Monday morning. We started like this. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. Let's go. First up, man, when he walks out from behind the desk and you see just how baggy his sweats are, it's like a flashback <laughs> into time. That's right. Welcome to the show, Lunchbox. Yeah. I finally know what it feels like to be ghosted. I mean, mean? It, it's a terrible feeling, but I got ghosted by building roots. Amy's sister's show? I was supposed to be on TV. They were supposed to come fix my house, do some remodeling. We were all, oh, talk to a producer, email producer, do this, do that, have conversations. Yeah, Zoom meetings. And then I haven't heard anything in months. Well, that's not being ghosted. Maybe there's nothing to do. Let me go ask Amy. What do you think? I don't have an update on what's happened with him, but I guess I could find out. But it could. Have they moved forward with you? Uh, I've had some stuff. Oh no! But, but, oh, but, no. but there's no even. <laughs> I mean, I got go. I mean, but you gotta pay for it. Season two. That's fine. I'll get a loan. But right, but you haven't even been to that process yet. I, I, I'll get a loan, no problem. And there's then, a lot of banks. I'm saying they would have to have. You would have to prove that you could do it. Yeah, that's then. fine. But they haven't even asked me. I mean, they just totally <laughs> just quit talking to me. But were you also down with having your whole family on TV? Oh, we talked about it. Because yeah. you're very private. But did you say with you're them. down? I'm down. Okay. They just put little smiley faces over my kids. I don't okay, think they that's do that's a lot that. of work. <laughs> they don't, I don't think they do that. Not all floating emojis. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. So, okay, so thank you, Lunchbox. I mean, it hurts. I even texted Amy's sister, hey, are we building roots or building kitchens? What are we doing? 
Nothing. Oh, you got a no oh, response. Oh, she has... Oh, well, that's Amy's sister that. has a show on HGTV called Building Roots, if you guys are. It won't be on there for long. New listeners to the show. All right. Thank you, Lunchbox. Uh, All right. He's got 42 kids. I mean, four. He's got four kids. He's got so many boys. There's testosterone everywhere. Here he is. Our video producer from McAllen, Texas. Producer Eddie. Yeah. Listen, I know everyone's gone through this, so stress no more. I recently lost my remote control for my TV, and I'm like, what do I do? I can't turn the TV on. I can't control it. Guys, you can get on your app. There's an app to control your TV. For Apple TV? Any TV. You have a Samsung. You have a Vizio. Really? Yeah. As long as it's a smart TV, right? Well, I have no idea. Well, I got one with a close hanger as an antenna <laughs> that you turn with your hand. <laughs> that was like yeah. so, Or like the Flintstone yeah, one with that, a bird. That doesn't work. Uh, uh, on the, for the Apple TV, because I do use it on mine, you just pull down from the top right corner, and it's one of the options, boom, and you link it up, and you Ooh. just use the remote there. That's oh, legit. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I phone Apple TV, but I didn't know you could find anything. Dude, I was stressing, and then I was like, what? Now I can control my TV through my phone. That is great to know. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah. All right, up next, uh, her son is now a football star, although he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. No, he doesn't but, really handle the ball. But soon enough. Yeah. Soon enough he will be. All right, here, Amy, what you got? Okay, so speaking of my son, we were at the dinner table and he had his elbows on there. And I said, oh, let's get your elbows off the table. And then he wasn't being rude or disrespectful in any way. He just is a very curious kid. And he said, mom, why can't we have our elbows on the table? That's and a great question. Yeah. I why kinda, can't we have? Let's think about this. Let me think. First, let me sit. Tell me if I look bad. Okay. No, you look comfortable. Right. My elbows are just on the table. I, I didn't like poop on my elbows. Right. <laughs> There's not poop on the table now. I would understand that. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to look it up. Yeah. And I noticed when you did that, your posture was a little off. So that's one reason when for I sit, posture. When I my posture's off. Yeah, but that's one of the latest reasons. Then there's also getting food uh, on your clothes or in your wrist or your elbow. If you've got your elbows on the table, your arms up there. Tasmanian devil having dinner? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But way, way, way back in early civilization, it was more so as a sign of respect to keep your elbows off the table. So you're in, you're contained in your space because if your elbows were up, you were more likely to fight. (laughs) Or something like that. So the answer is elbows for everybody. Yeah, let it rip. Table it up. Uh, finally, from Mountain Pine, Arkansas, host of the show, Bones. Right? Can you do just a little effort and like saying something <laughs> about me? I mean, you got one to do. You know? Right. Not now. You can do it just the next day. But <laughs> it's like. <laughs> you and, know? Why, and why does he go from Mountain Pine, Arkansas, Bones? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't like, he, he gets... I mean, we can switch. Somebody else. Can. I mean, I can have Eddie do it. Would you rather Eddie do it every day? No, I'll put more effort into okay, it. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know. I have four food groups in my life. Smoothies, <laughs> soup, cereal, grab, grab bag. bag. Grab bag is everything else. <laughs> right, right. But those are the ones that everything. I love the yeah. most. And so, But I love cereal. And I think I want to try this out. I'm going to order it and tell you guys if it's any good or not. But Kellogg's is doing a cereal. Because we used to get them at school and they'd be in a little, little plastic pouch and you, you pull oh, the top off. Oh, they're so cool. Yeah, like Apple Jacks. Now they're doing just add water. You pour water in it instead of milk. Yeah, I don't know, man. Because there's powdered milk in the bottom of... No, no, no. We used, not, to, we used to use powdered milk. That's what I was going to ask you. We used to get it for you. free. We used to you stand in line, you get milk and cheese, and we'd stand in line to get free. So powdered milk's not that gross to me, and I don't think it would be gross to you guys either if you just n- didn't know. Yeah. So Kellogg's is saying, we're going to do these new Insta Bowls with powdered milk inside, so you literally just pour water in. You didn't even have to go get milk. Yes. You wouldn't even know. Oh. So I'm going to get it. I'm going to get them. I'm going to try them out, and I'll let you guys know. Okay. It is one of my four food groups. Cereal. <laughs> Cereal. Yeah, that's right. All right, welcome to the show, everybody. Glad you were here. Uh, we got Breland coming in to play a little later on. 
It's going to be awesome. We can do the mailbag in a second and some blind karaoke later today. Garth Brooks edition. Woo! All right. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My son is about to turn 18 years old. His birthday's coming up. He wants us to get him a tattoo. Now, me, his dad, and his mom, we both are tattooless. Now, we're not against them. We know it's a social norm. We have no problem with the thought of it. We know if we do not purchase it for him, though, he can go and get it without our consent. Our concern is, with him turning 18 and being excited about the idea, he'll have regret for years down the line for not thinking it through or wanting to change his mind. For those on the show who have tattoos, what advice do you have for us in regard to encouraging him to wait a year or two? Now, let me know your thoughts. Thanks for your time. Continue being great. Signed, non-tatted dad and mom. Well, he's going to get it himself. If yeah. Get it for him. Like- and there's never a time that you're not going to have changes in your life. I don't know what he wants to get. If he wants to get like a Bugs Bunny on fire, like <laughs> I see how that would not be in style. But it's also way easier now to either get them removed or like tatted over. Like altered, altered or whatever. Yeah. 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 Artwork. It, removing still hurts, I hear. But I have friends that are like, I've had two or three removed. Like it's a lot easier than it used to be. So at 20, he's not going to be much smarter than 18. Then you could say, well, you need to wait till 25. <laughs> at 25, he's so I would say if he wants a tattoo and you're cool with it, I would just go and get him the tattoo. Unless it's something that you are so opposed to, like something that's against your faith, Obscene. a bad word, yeah. a wiener. I don't know. Oh, there are a Good lot examples. of options. Yes. <laughs> but I would think at 18, since he can do it anyway, you should just get him the tattoo. If it's 17, I think we're having a different conversation because he can't get it without you. But he can get it without you, and he will if you don't. Amy? Yeah, go with him. Make it special. Support him. And as for advice on making sure he's doing it, you know, something that he really likes, maybe uh, they make it where you can order temporary tattoos that is are exactly what you want. You can submit the drawing. They'll print it for you, send you the temporary. Be like, hey, just wear this for a week and see what you think. He's got the patience for that. I want it now. <laughs> I know. And but- I don't even think he wants them to go with him. I just say oh, pay really? for it. Yeah, I don't want my dad going me to get a tattoo. Oh, I think it's a dad. Like, I would go with my daughter and be like, oh, I know so you fun. would. You're let's, the mom. Let's go get ice cream. Yeah, but your daughter doesn't want you to go yeah, with her. Yeah, I would say if she's getting her tattoo, she probably wants to go with friends. She doesn't want to go with me? Probably not. Yeah, no, probably not. Probably not. Uh, tattoos, I have them on, on my right arm. I got like five or six. Nothing crazy. My grandmother, my mom, the state of Arkansas, Caitlin. It says, also, it's Mirabal from when I went dancing with the stars. But I'm cool with all of them. You know, I don't really have anything that I regret. But if I did, I would just have it removed. Because it's supposedly easy. I don't know. Amy? Yeah, I have joy in my mom's handwriting on my wrist and espoir, which means hope in Haitian Creole. um, Because my adoption process with my kids from Haiti took five years, and I always had hope that it would eventually happen, and it did. We keep waiting for Eddie to get his first one. Those are special. I'm tattoo-less, and I just don't know. I mean, I don't know. I have nothing against tattoos. I was really raised, though, where my dad, like, judged people with tattoos. Yeah, well, that was us as kids, right? Our parents judged people. <laughs> Automatically. They were, like, dealing drugs or killing people. They got a tattoo. That's a criminal. Mm-hmm. Really weird. Nobody, nobody. Mike D has a tattoo of, yeah. like, a band I never heard of. But everybody else, we're all <laughs> tattooless, huh? Scooby, do you have tattoos? No, no tattoos at you all. You seem like you'd be tattoo guy. Yeah. I've always oh, wanted to get a tattoo. I really do. I'm afraid of what it's going to feel like. What well, doesn't feel great. Yes, and that is that I don't like needles, can't do that. And I'm also afraid of what I choose. Am I going to want it forever? Well, wait five more years and then decide. Yeah, okay. you'll be smarter then. He's <laughs> like 40, and he's like, I don't know, I'm still too young to decide. Buy him the tattoo. You want to go with him if he wants you to go, great. If not, that's great too. But 
He can do it himself if you don't do it for him. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Lunchbox went to a restaurant and he saw something that he's calling, this is what he wrote, very disturbing and disgusting. Do you want to say what it was? Yeah, I can tell you I was uh, in the restroom uh, and I was at the sink washing my kids' hands and one of the employees came out of the stall and walked right past the sink, and we walked out right behind him, and he walked right back into the kitchen. Didn't wash his hands after coming out of the stall. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty gross. That's gross and disgusting. Ugh. But for you, who doesn't? But you don't wash your hands when you. I, I rinse it with water. 
Sometimes you don't see you come out of the bathroom. Correct. Right. But you're also not making our food. I'm not making your food. I'm not serving you a meal. I'm not working in the industry. So this is Lunchbox trying to shake down a restaurant for free stuff. So I called the restaurant. Yeah, brace you guys. Here is Lunchbox calling to complain. Here you go. Hey, good afternoon. This is How can I help you? Uh, Yes, this is uh, Jason Gibble, and I was in there the other day, and I was using the restroom after eating my meal, and I saw one of your employees come out of the stall, and he went out from the stall and straight back into the restaurant and didn't wash his hands, so I just wanted to... Are you sure he was one of our employees? Because everyone wears black, because we wear black polos. That could have been a patron. Are you sure... It was an employee. Oh, yeah. He had an apron on. Like, he had the apron on. He was he was going back, and he walked right back in the kitchen. And I said, oh, man, wow. so I'm really just calling you because I want to let you know. And I, I don't want to – I can. I was just really basically going to say okay. it's kind of well, gross. Here. Okay. It's absolutely gross. Let me start here. First of all, let me apologize to you. All right. Um, I don't know how often you come to our – but we keep a very high standard here. I mean, we have a large patronage. We try to – Please people as best we can, and there's no such thing as a good restaurant with not without clean employees. So let me start with an apology. Yeah, that's I'm great to hear that. Yeah, I, I am too, and I, I was shocked because I do come in there often. So I will have to report you to the health department, <laughs> or we could give me a gift card to kind of you know make me happy because oh I feel kind of like ooh, I don't know if I want to go back. Oh so. My God. I was looking like maybe a $150 gift card, oh, or I can call the health department. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. I don't like this guy. I like this guy. This guy's awesome. Yes. This manager. He goes, let yeah. me start with an apology. Yeah. Like, this is the kind of guy I would like to go to his restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I'm cringing right now. Is Are it, you cringing what, because the guy didn't wash his hands? Is what you're doing even legal? You're is this illegal? Him. Can he call and say, I'm going to turn well, you in? He's bribing it. Uh, yeah. No, it's no, kind of bribe. Bribing? Blackmailing. Blackmailing. Yes. I'm blackmailing. Not blackmailing. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes. You know, what do you think blackmailing is? What do you think blackmailing is? If you don't do this for me, I'm going to do this. email and saying drop the cash in a bag in a trash can. That's blackmailing. No, there's all kinds of blackmailing. Blackmailing is if you don't do this, I'm going to do that. Right. This is blackmailing. This is that. If you don't give me a gift card, I'm going to call the health department. Hey, Google, see if blackmail is illegal. Because it can't be illegal, legal. Because you can blackmail on low levels. Like Eddie, if you don't trade me, (laughs) Derrick Henry. Fantasy football blackmail. Yes, I'm going to throw an egg at your door. (laughs) It's Okay. It is interesting to note that blackmail is a crime regardless of the vil- validity of the information. Okay, Lunchbox. Even just- if you are threatening to reveal real criminal activity, it is still blackmailing and illegal. You just did something illegal. You That's a cr- citizen's oh arrest. Oh, my gosh. Citizen's arrest. I don't think I, what I did was illegal. I you get- said I'm going to tell on you if you don't <laughs> give me something. That's blackmail. I am saying your employee did something wrong, so if you'd like to make it right, you have the opportunity to. Or- By giving you something. And if you or- don't give me something, I'm turning it in. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is giving that is giving you a choice. Like my kids, I tell them, look, you can choose plan A or plan B, but you're going to plan one when I count to five. One, two, three, four, five, and they have to pick one, or else they go to this one. Okay. I choose for them. This is blackmail. So I, I'm going to play the backside of this. I don't know what's going to happen. Lunchbox wrote, what's the verdict? Do you think he gave me the gift card? Like as a tease? Verdict is hey, going to what's jail. the verdict? How much time is Lunchbox going to spend in the slammer? Exactly. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm well-versed in our restaurant, and all of our employees, at least to my knowledge, have been extremely clean, and I know our, our utensils and everything we use is up to spot. But I, but you know what? Why I, I don't want to deal with the headache. I don't want to deal with that. But I'll tell you what. Come to the restaurant this Friday. Ask for the hostess. Tell them your name. There may or may not be a $200 gift card for you. All right? All right. I got to go, sir. All right. Thank, thank you very you. much. I appreciate it, you and can. I can't wait to come back and eat at your restaurant with my gift card. I bet you do. Have a, have a great day.
Mm-hmm. He's upset. Boom! That's not nice. You just blackmailed the guy for a no. good card. Yes, you can't just yell no and then that's he the truth. He knows that they did something wrong. dollars I didn't even ask for that much. <laughs> Hey, I said 150. Hey, what if he shows up and they jump him? That'd be cool. This guy was not happy. <laughs> no, he was not happy. You can't yeah, get the card. If would, you go and accept the gift card, they can arrest you. And then they know it's you. Ooh, maybe it's set up. Ooh, like a sting. If you go and accept the gift card, they can arrest you. Ooh, go For check what? it out. For, For blackmailing him. No, no. You said, if you don't give me this, I'm going to turn you in. That's blackmail. Now we want you to go pick it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, hey, all good, buddy. <laughs> well, go get it. First of all, not cool. Right, everybody. You're right that they didn't cool. wash his hands. No. Not cool. Not cool. You guys are no. burying the lead here. No, we're not. We also don't like that. But no, we the hate lead this. shifted. Yeah, the lead shifted hard when you went and did some criminal activity. <laughs> How could you possibly right. make this work? I was kind of like oh, shocking. The mm. employee didn't wash their hands, but now I'm like oh, shocking. Let's watch spend time in jail. <laughs> <laughs> right again. Yeah. You can't get the gift card. What if we? I take you out to eat with it. No, I don't want a part of this. I don't want to go anywhere you're going where they know you're the guy that was blackmailing them. Yeah. Ew. We can go to another location. Oh, so it's okay. So it's a shame. shame. Oh, okay. I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Wow. We'll see how this shakes out because Lunchbox tried to shake down. Mm. A re- that's against the law. You can't get the card. I mean, maybe I'll send in my kid. To get the guy. Hello. <laughs> my daddy, Mr. Gibbles. Okay. Uh, I'm going to play this. I'm going to play this song. <laughs> but I think you should just call and go, hey, I don't need that gift card. That's what I think. Right, Scuba? Yeah, it's the right thing to do, yeah. No, no, no. It's the illegal thing to do. It's not the right, it's not about right. That's what he did's illegal. Yes. So yeah, he should call back and say I shouldn't take this gift card. No, I He should call back and say what I did was wrong. Yes. Oh, but he's I'm not gonna sorry. do we know he's not gonna do that. Well, no. it's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. The flight is on Spirit Airlines, flying Pittsburgh to Orlando, and there's a baby on the plane, and the baby stops breathing. There was a meteorologist on board, and he starts to cover it, and he's reporting this three-month-old, whose name was Angelie, stopped breathing, and her lips had turned purple. So you got a baby on a plane who is not breathing. So there's obviously panic because they can't really run to a hospital. Fortunately, retired nurse Tamara Panzino was on the flight and was like, okay, I've been nursing for 20 years. Let me try some things. So she massaged the baby's chest and legs. I guess, Eddie, you've done CPR and you had to learn for babies. Yeah. Is there a different way with babies? Because, again, if you go to massaging, which could be like a chest pump for an adult, but also the legs, was that something you learned? Man, what I've learned was the chest compressions, instead of doing the the hand thing, you just do two fingers. Mm. Your index finger and your middle finger right in the middle of the chest. But I've never heard of the massaging the legs. I, don't I like know. that, though. I wonder what that does. Yeah, well, let's try. Come over here. No. Take that <laughs> yeah. No. So, uh, again, the, the meteorologist videoed it. And the nurse saved the baby, and they landed. And when they landed, everybody was there. They're like, okay, let's check on the baby. And the baby's just chilling. That's ba- awesome. Baby wow. lived. Baby lived because the nurse was on there and knew what she was doing. So that's a great story. So a big shout-out to everybody, especially this retired nurse, Tamara Panzino, who nursed for 20 years and then could rub a mean leg. <laughs> Save a life. Could rub a mean <laughs> leg. That's right. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Tell me if you believe this story. The headline is, The woman did not know she was pregnant until a head popped out from under her skirt. I mean. No. (laughs) No. It's happened before. You hear these stories all the time. They just get more and more absurd, though. Ridiculous. (laughs) She didn't know she was pregnant. She had a baby. Okay. She didn't know she was pregnant. She looked down on the toilet. There was a baby. Okay. She didn't know she was pregnant. There was a kid waving. Hey, I'm your kid. (laughs) They get more and more absurd every time. You'd think by the time it crowned, she would have felt 
pain. A teen mom revealed the shocking way she discovered she was pregnant. Well, by going into labor. The woman, named Alexis, claimed that she had no clue she was pregnant until her own mom spotted the baby's head popping out underneath her uniform skirt. What? The 19-year-old, who gave birth at 15, detailed her surprising pregnancy. The clip has more than 2 million views now. Despite negative tests and regular periods, after noticing unusual heartburn, she carried on. Just some back pain. She thought maybe she heard something. Took some medicine. All good. One morning, she went to the toilet before school, and she just felt the urge to push. And listen, we all have, and we're not pregnant. We've all felt that urge to push, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just like something ain't right, <laughs> uh-huh. so yes. And so she was like, Mom! So her mom comes, and she goes, there's a baby. There's a baby's head. And that's it. And that's it. That's the end of the story. That's from the New York Post. Now now that I've given you more insight, do you believe it, Amy? I, yes, I believe that she was in some form of denial or didn't understand what was really happening with her body, and that is how it played out. Lunchbox. I'm a fan of pregnancy shows, and what? I just don't believe it. So you know a lot about teen I, pregnancy. Yes, I know a lot about teen pregnancy. It's one of your what, favorite things, teen what, pregnancy. Yes, what happens to the body in that situation, and I just don't believe it. Who's your favorite pregnant teen of all time? <laughs> Ooh, uh, Chelsea House goes pretty good. Macy Bookout uh, was great. Farrah was crazy. But I Amber. need your favorite pregnant teen. I'm going to go with Chelsea Hauska. Oh. Yeah, she's great. And then Macy Bookout. Those two are 1A and 1, 1A. And 1A. Oh, but what? You, you wow. can't be 1A. You I know. A I, I didn't want to put one above the other, so I just went both 1A, yeah, 1A. Yeah, yeah. I tried to slide that in there. Eddie, do you believe it? Look, man, when you said teen pregnancy, it, it made sense. When I was a teenager and I lied about something, I tried to lie and lie and lie until you just couldn't anymore. The truth came out. In this case, she just lied, and then the truth finally came out, and she was like, all right, now you, get, now you know I'm pregnant. I'm having a baby. So She you, knew the entire time. So you think that it's true, but the lie is actually not that it didn't happen. Like, it, it's just the lie she knew she'd hold on. The lie is she knew she was pregnant. She's like, how am I going to tell him? How am I going to tell him? And you know what? I'm just going to wait till the baby comes out. And then I'm going to act like, oh, but surprise. you think someone would go to the toilet and go, even at 15, when we're our dumbest. Yeah, you're dumbest when you just want to get away with something. Mm, that's a tough one. That's my theory. I'm going to believe it because yeah. she's 15. We have no idea what's happening with our bodies. We don't know how I'm looking far at the baby, so you know the baby's real. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I believe it, but it's it's absurd. <laughs> Even though it's true. It's absurd. Uh, Lunchbox, your second favorite teen is Macy Bookout. Yeah. Third favorite teen is which one did you drive want to drive to the prison to see while she was in jail? Amber Portwood. Yeah. And you sent her letters while she was in I prison. I did send her letters because I didn't want her to think she was alone in prison. She got sentenced for, you know, domestic violence, her and Gary. They got into it, and so she went to prison, and I felt like she needed to know that people were on her side and we still cared about her, so I sent her letters in prison just saying, hey. What did she do? I uh, hit him, punched him, domestic violence. Oh, that's what – but that's – she just, like, didn't, yeah. like, take a baseball bat to him. No, 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 nothing like that. Uh, and she does say that it saved her life, like, going to prison saved her life. Like, cleaned her up? Cleaned her up. Mm-hmm. And so that's good. And so straight. I mean, she – yeah, I mean – what about them? Because they they all got pregnant as a teenager, which yeah. is the show sixteen and pregnant. Yeah, why were you, why were you drawn to that initially? Well, I, like, because you, you fell in love with it. Here's the thing: I watched MTV, and it was like, oh, that seems interesting. And then I would watch it, and I was like, this is fascinating. That the struggle that these people have, and the craziness that they go through, and the relationships. Because you see a fifteen and sixteen year old kid fighting with each other. You know what a relationship is at fifteen and sixteen. 
and what they have to go through. And it's like, wow, how do they survive? And then when they came out with Teen Mom, I was because you always wonder once they do 16 and pregnant, it's like, huh, I wonder whatever happened what? to them. Yeah. And then they come out with Teen Mom and you get to catch up with them. Oh, they got the all stars. You know, the ones that we didn't care about. Some of them like, ah, they weren't very good. We don't need them. They brought the All-Stars back, and it was just, it's great. The guy loves Teen Mom. He really does. 16 and pregnant. I've seen him. For, he waited in a book line for one of them, like for hours, just so he could spend extra time with her. I was the last one in line. It was Macy. Did one of them come here? Yeah, yeah uh, we had we Kaylin, K- Kaylin Lowry and uh, Amber Portwood, and they both came in the studio. <laughs> well, anyway, she had a baby, and she said she didn't know until the head was poking out. Yeah, she's lying. Pretty pretty, pretty absurd. <laughs> and then you watched 16 and pregnant? I, I watched an episode. Yeah. I had to, because we all did something. I don't remember the bit, but I watched it, and I was like, I cannot. I feel creepy. Yeah. I feel creepy watching the relationship. I feel creepy that I'm watching the relationship because they had a baby. Then she's a teen. That's it, weird. That's what he said he loved about it. Yeah, it felt it felt weird. It felt old. But but also it felt like my mom got pregnant at 15. See, it was a life, a look in the life. Like it was like a. No, I saw a look in the life with my life. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, like I, I saw it <laughs> yeah, firsthand with my life. Made it what extra it was. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash, 
alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. It's a Bobby Bones show interview. In case you didn't know. First time I heard of this guy, Breland, it was Keith Urban going, hey, you got to hear this guy. He's awesome. I was like, well, if Keith Urban loves him, then uh, let me give him a listen. So, again, his name is Breland. Real smart guy. Was a student at Georgetown University. Uh, he's the son of two ordained ministers, and they were very much into gospel music, and uh, that, that's affected him a bunch. It's influenced him a bunch. But, again, he, he's a music nerd. That's what he calls himself. But loves country music, and everybody in Nashville and country music has wanted to work with him. He's written songs with Florida Georgia Line and... Sam Hunt and Keith Urban and even Justin Bieber. I'm a big fan of this guy. Breland on the Bobby Bones Show right now. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Breland. I'm a big fan, Breland. You know that, right? I'm, I'm also a big fan. You know what this Of yourself? We're both Breland fans? <laughs> We're both Breland fans. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I, like, I like that a lot. This, this new song, Praise the Lord, is so good. Thanks, man. I mean, I heard you I, I walked out during the commercial and... I think I heard you guys doing praise, or it just runs in my head nonstop. It's one yeah. of those two. It's either a, a, I think you heard us say, a, a yeah. looping thing, or I, and you're going to perform that here in a second. But I'm just so curious about how your live performances have been going because I think you told me when you went out to play for Dirks, when Dirks called, it was like Breland, big fan, come play. You were like, I, I hadn't performed like that live before, right? Yeah, I'd only played two shows before that. One of which was a whiskey jam, and the other one was at my former high school. <laughs> Which is crazy to think. And then Derek's calls and goes, come out and play. Yeah. But I saw, are you playing stagecoach? We are, yeah. So it has gone from zero to 60. Yeah. Zero to 100 if you're in kilometers. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm not, though. <laughs> I've been places where I use kilometers and I have no idea what, how far. No, you never know. So are you, you're on stage doing these shows now. Do you, are you kind of getting it? Are you feeling comfortable performing? I would say after this summer, I've, I definitely feel comfortable. Uh, it just you need you need the reps. You got to be able to work through different types of problems, figure out how your body responds to different climates, different types of audiences, people who are and aren't necessarily familiar or receptive to what you're doing. And I'm starting to get some of some of that confidence. Breland's like one of the most cerebral artists that I think I've ever spoken to. I can tell he just brought up kilometers. He brought kilometers, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There are a lot of people in the world that kilometers is not like a big word for them. World, but in the States, we're like kilometers, (laughs) kilograms. We don't know what any of this stuff is. Uh, Your parents, gospel singers. Yeah. And, you know, I definitely, especially in this song because it's an easy, okay, well, it makes sense. Praise the Lord. But how much of that stylistically, vocally, Mm -hmm. do you think that was passed on to you? I would say a lot of it. Um, you know, you grow up in a house with two people who have strong gospel voices. Like I, I would say, a lot of my a lot of my vocal choices are informed by some of the things that my parents were doing as as singers and listening to in the house. Did you sing in church? I did. Yeah. Could you Could you let it go? I mean, as a kid, did you have the power to do that? Young, where they were like that kid right there. He's he's going places. I don't think I was that kid. I think my sister was that kid. I think I started to grow into it over time. I was a pretty shy kid, so I, you would have to like really push me to get in front of an audience. Now I'm more comfortable, but at, at like 10, 11, 12, there was vocal talent, but you would, have, you would have to be really close to my family to probably know it. There's so much vocal talent. When I say he hasn't, you know, he wasn't performing, 
He still could sing his face off. I'm going to have you play right now. This is the Praise the Lord. And on the track, if people spin it, uh, Thomas Rhett's on it with you. Yeah. Do you call him? Do you? How does that get to him? Yeah. Uh, I, I sent it through some channels, seeing if I could get it to him. And it eventually did uh, a few months after we wrote it. And I, I was like, I'm not putting this song out until we get Thomas on the song. And if he doesn't get on the song, I'm never going to put it out. You were never going to put this out without I, him? I wouldn't have put it out without him. I knew I knew I wanted him on the song, and I was gonna stick to that. Are there any songs that you were like, you know what? If I don't get Harry Styles, I ain't putting it out. And then he said, No, we never heard it. How many no. of those actually exist? Some of those exist. Really? <laughs> Maybe not necessarily with Harry specifically, but there are artists that I'm they, waiting for them to get on it to put it out. You let me know who. We'll call them out right now. Yeah, I was publicly. Say, we'll publicly shame them. Yeah. Tell tell Kane to quit playing. Not like Kane, <laughs> call him right now. <laughs> I can feel different parts of my upbringing during that song, meaning when I was really young, my grandmother was, went to a Pentecostal church, and mm-hmm. I could feel her, like, starting to, she, like, spoke in tongues at times, yeah. like, during that. And then I grew up in a Baptist church, and I could feel them going, I don't dance too much. Right. Just a little. I know you want to. That, yeah. song, that song's awesome, man. So you playing, I've heard it many times, obviously, but you playing it live. Holy crap. There's a part, maybe in, like, the pre-chorus, or where you're, you're ah, what is that part? Is that, uh, I'm going to try that. It don't matter how you worship, sinner say, win or lose. Oh, come on. That win or lose? That's <laughs> crazy. Every time he did, I was like, I gotta remember to bring that up. Uh, yeah. Hold on. No. <laughs> you got it. You got it. It's right there. Win or Oh, I don't have it. It's okay. I feel like I'm going through puberty just we'll, trying it. We'll, we'll try again at 2 p.m. Win or lose. <laughs> oh, that, We're going to drop it three keys. We're going to do it as a duet. Win or lose. <laughs> there how, it is. That's how I end up doing it. <laughs> uh, so you, you put out the record and... You, you know, you can tell how much you're respected in Nashville by all the people that agreed to do the record with you, right? It came out yeah. like a couple weeks ago, September 9th, right? That, yep. So just to list some of them here, uh, you got Ingrid Andrus, you got Lady A, Keith Urban, uh, Mickey Guyton, obviously Thomas Rhett. I heard about you first. I was with Keith Urban. Yeah. And he was like, you got to hear this guy. And I was like, that's, that's wow, he is good. But when Keith Urban brings up somebody, you're like, okay, well, if Keith respects them then I probably should pay attention. And I know you've written with Keith. Mm-hmm. What is that like to just sit with him? Because Keith's a genius and quirky. Yeah. And is thinking 10,000 things at once. Mm-hmm. And you're meeting him and writing with him the same day. I, I got to assume that, is, is there any pressure there at all? There wasn't really any pressure because I knew that because he reached out to me that there was a level of mutual respect creatively. So I was like, all I really have to do is come in and do what I usually do. And that was the thing that, caused him to reach out in the first place so we should be good Uh, and Keith and I are both we think about music very differently but also very similarly like we agree on melody pretty much all the time and usually when you write with people there's melodic differences I might be like what about this melody and they'll be like what about this melody we always agree on melody and we always agree on chords but because he's such a talented instrumentalist he'll play a lick before he'll sing something and I'll sing something before I'll play something and so we usually will kind of come at the song from two different perspectives and then land on something that we both agree on. So every song that we've done sounds very different. You know, a song like Crimson Blue that he dropped for uh, Nine Perfect Strangers is wildly different than my song Throw It Back, which is totally different than the two songs that I co-wrote on his project. And all of them are the result of both of us agreeing on a totally different side of music, whether it's approaching it from classic rock perspective, approaching it from a hip hop perspective, approaching it, you know, from this like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, classic, you know, whatever. We 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 know we know what we want. I saw you on TikTok with 
and I don't know if I don't know if you released this song, but I'm a big Maisie Peters fan. Yeah, yeah. And so, and I was talking about her on this show a few weeks ago because she, her songs are so hooky. Yeah. And you were singing one of her songs. Was it? Which one were you were you duetting her? Kate's with? brother. Oh, that's what yeah. it is. That's we, we put I, a Kate's version brother. Out. Yes. Yeah. So, because I you were talking. Was it? Were you set up? Did she know you were going to do that? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> I mean, it looked like you were shooting your shot, like like yeah. right, right on. Yeah. We we you know TikTok. Here's the secret for those of you who are listening. Nothing that looks like it's a surprise on TikTok is a surprise. It is. It is. Wait. What? Yeah. It's very. <laughs> everything is Stop. planned in advance. Like I'm not trying to ruin everyone's social media engagement, but yeah, everything is planned. They probably filmed it like four or five times to get it right. These tour announcements where they get a call out of nowhere. Oh, those seem so fake. Yeah. Those, those do I seem mean, so they're, fake. They're dripping in it like I'm yeah. like come on like who buys this but some people buy it so mm. I just wanted to pop that bubble real quick it's all fake well you sold it to me <laughs> because I was like oh I like Maisie and then I saw you and I was like oh okay I was like oh look Breland shooting a shot with Maisie Peters yeah. and then I I was gonna ask you next time I saw you how, but it's all it was all set up yeah it was all set up I'm a mark I, yeah I did that song uh, I, I love I love Maisie I think what she's doing out in the UK and on a global scale is, is massive she's so talented as a writer vocalist entertainer I've seen seen clips of her live show she brings it uh, but that song I've never done a song that was in that kind of punk pop lane uh, and I liked a lot of that music it, it was reminiscent of like early Avril Lavigne yeah Avril like Hillary Duff even oh like 100% yeah. and you know I'm I'm a I'm a 90s kid so that was all the stuff that we were listening to when I was in in school so for me to be able to get on a song like that and kind of add my sauce and flavor to it tell my side of the story uh it was a lot of fun well I'm just sad I was tricked like all he's talking about all I can think about is how big of an idiot I am you've been bamboozled yeah I've been bamboozled <laughs> and I try not to be bamboozled she has a song uh John Hughes movie I, I just I'm a big fan of Maisie Peters yeah. so when I saw that I was like dang I like both of them so uh, look you're you're an amazing performer you're an amazing singer you have you do have a lot of followers on TikTok too, by the way. Like, uh, don't you have like, th- you have millions, right? No, there's like half a million. Are you sh- maybe you have all the like. I looked and I was like, dang, like you already built a TikTok following too. Are you making any money on social media yet? Uh, probably somewhere. Yeah, I'd have probably. to Probably. Are you so, you're so rich you don't even know anymore. <laughs> no, it's not even that. I, I just, I social you. media money, I don't even know where that would register, but I'm sure I've benefited from it in some way, directly or indirectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Amy, you have anything for Breland? I'm going to play his, his new single. but Yeah, well, I just want to personally know about his energy. Like, I when I walked in, I felt it, and then the whole time you were performing, I had goosebumps. So, like, what do you do to keep yourself... Maybe you were just born this way. Definitely well, not. Okay, so what do you do to keep yourself with whatever this energy is that you have? Yeah, um, I have become very intentional about two things. One, who I am and am not spending time around. People who don't pour into me, who don't believe in me, who don't hold me accountable. Uh, I don't spend time with anyone who isn't a part of that. And then two, uh, just focusing on gratitude, being grateful for everything, whether it's good or bad. That's why in the song, when it says win or lose, praise the Lord, like I, I really abide by that. I think it's easy to, to be grateful for things when you're getting good news and when things are going the way that you want them to. It's really hard to do that. Uh, and almost seems counterintuitive to do that when you're getting bad news or when things are tough. Uh, and I've been really mindful of, of just being grateful for everything regardless. Ray, you saw Breland where? Like Chick-fil-A grabbing <laughs> food? Yeah, you just went through the straight-up drive through I think you walked up to it. I figured you maybe had a person go get you your food. <laughs> 
Oh, he can't hear him. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to have headphones. I can't hear you. I so just Ray heard said he saw you at Chick Fil A, and you 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 walked up. Because there's a Chick-fil-A and there's a window you can walk yeah. to. And he was like, I was surprised he didn't have somebody just getting his food for him. He's breathing. No, I'm definitely getting my own food. What do you guys, this is my first yeah. album. I'm like, what do you think is going on here? Like, I've, I had Keith pull up and play with me at the High Watt last year. And he came to the sound check entirely by himself. Nobody. Just walked in looking like Keith. I was like, this is absurd. So, yeah, I'm definitely getting my own food. Until I pass that level, I will be getting my own food. Well, we can't wait until you do pass that level. <laughs> I'm that, still going to be getting my nah, own food. I don't know. I don't know. Ray, so he was shocked. He was like, Breland was getting his own food. You'll see me at Chick-fil-A wait, in 2035. But you can walk up to Chick-fil-A. Well, yeah, there's a window. Yeah. You can walk, well, it you depends can order on, on the, the app. Sure, you can order it on the app. Oh. And then I have my people go get it for me. So they, they go up to the window. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, hey, uh, let's talk about this single real quick because we're going to play it here for what it's worth. Now, for our audience who hasn't heard this, it's, it's always weird to hear a song for the first time. Yep. It's good to have some background. Give me what they need to know before they hear it. Yeah, the song is is just my take on a breakup song. I, I've had a couple breakups in my life, and anytime I've had one, I hold myself accountable for the things that I may have dropped the ball on. And I wanted to write a song from that perspective, just maturely being able to say, hey, I understand I may not have been the person that you wanted me to be for you at that time, and I hope that you're able to find that. He's like so wow, mature. I know. Like I hate my I hate myself when I hang out with him because I'm like I just want to be him. I'm soaking him up. Yeah, we are one in the same. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and to ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, 
despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Stu's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. According to a study, early risers who then stay active all throughout the day are happier and sharper mentally, especially in older age. I'm a forced early riser. I don't identify with early risers. I wish I understood what it was like to wake up early and feel good. And people are always like, it must be awesome to wake up early and just have your day done. Well, one, my day's not done, and no, it sucks waking up early. I hate it. I would go to bed at 4 a.m. That's my natural bedtime and wake up at noon or 1. That's my body clock. It's crazy. So I'm not this person. Now, I come in, and the show starts at 6 Eastern, 5 Central, and we live in Central, and I fake it for the first hour and a half. It's tough. Where I'm not near as happy as I sound. This is me on the inside. This is me on the outside. Yeah. That's what it is every morning. But yeah, so if you wake up early and you get things done, you are apparently smarter because you wake up in the morning. We're supposed to wake up in the morning. The natural cycle of earth. Sun comes up, you get up. Sun goes down, you go to bed. That makes us healthy, wealthy, and wise. Yeah, and you got to get outside in the sun when you first rise if you can to get your circadian rhythm set up for the day. Just sounds too hippie for me. I like a good... I'm able to do that on Saturdays and Sundays. That's it. A good tweet night. Oh. A tweet night? Oh. Yeah, like a good tweet night. Get on my phone, go to Wi-Fi. Have you guys updated your iPhone? Because no. if you have the new one, you can send a message and then a text and then take yes. it away. But you have to... They have to have the same update. So everybody needs to get the update. And then if I sent Eddie a text, I was like, I don't need to I'll take it back. You can then remove the text. But if I don't update, you can't do stays. that to me. I know. And so there were, there were all these videos of people doing it, like <laughs> sending all these real funny put down things to people. Like, I can just remove it. And then they go, guys, if they don't have the update, they're, you're not taking it oh, off. They're like, crap. oh, crap. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. You can also mark it for yourself so you know if you've read or unread. Like emails, you can do that with text messages now. But you can do that for like, for like four generations of phones. No. This new. No, tell me that's new. <laughs> this new. Tell me. Amy's that. like sometimes there's a bubble that pops up when they're t- they're, they're <laughs> always Amy. Tell me it's new because like, that's the I need that because that's the thing. I click on it and I'm like, shoot, I read it and then I don't remember to go back to it because it doesn't have a blue dot. Mm. That's new. That is this update. I feel like I could always do that. Yeah, me too. I, know no. I can email and I can pin things. Show too. me how. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. This therapist named Jessica McNair shared some things that parents should do to create a safe relationship with their kids. And I already tried out one of her tips. Say, uh, be there for them? Oh, make, sure they have, make sure they have dinner? No, be stuff around. like, um, no, it's things you might not think about. Like you should ask permission from your child if you want to give them a hug. What? what the crap? No chance. Uh, no, I tried it with my daughter, and she was like, hey, yeah, thanks for asking. Sometimes I'm really not in the mood to she be touched. She wants you to ask permission to get hugged? Mm-hmm. That's what it says here. That's, also- That seems weird, right? That is weird. Especially, but listen, I don't know. I still think a forced hug by grandmas or moms. They were the best, even though cool. you hated it. And you just acted like you hated right. it, even yeah. though you really loved it. <laughs> That's so true. Because <laughs> if you were to ask me, and I'm a boy, and I'm 11, I'd be like, no, I don't want a hug, but inside I really do. And then I have all this trauma because I never got hugged and it's my fault. Mm. I'm a doctor too. Write that down. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Never talk about finances in front of your kids. Uh, Don't comment on your child's body type at all. And don't use fear as a motivational tool. 
I mean, all I was told you, hey, you're skinny. We did everything wrong on that list. All of this stuff. Or we ain't got no money. <laughs> so that was finances. Oh, man. Yeah, all of that. All right, what else? Okay, so this husband stole his wife's kidney and sold it on the black market. How do you, How do you do steal it? Well, you know, Lunchbox always says you never know who you're sleeping next to. And this story just, I mean, it's so true. He had her go to the hospital for kidney stones and signed all this paperwork uh, for her to get those removed. And during the surgery, he tricked her into signing something that also removed her kidney. And then he sold it on the black market. That's so weird. they just handed him in a box after? It's like, sir, here's the kidney ordered. I, like, how does he even get it? I don't know how, what, you know, what he had to do to finagle that whole process with the other people involved, but maybe he cut them in on some of the money. But she... Well, now we got real real conspiracy stuff happening here. Oh, man. Yeah, she, but she, obviously she had the scars because she thought she was having surgery for something else. And then later she went in for some pain and they're like, well, you're missing a kidney. <laughs> oh, isn't that's, that crazy? That's when the husband's like, doo-doo-doo. He's, he's whistling, yeah. <laughs> that's a bad dude. Yeah. Are they still together? Uh, as of September 13th? <laughs> they're working it I out. No, I mean, I think he's in police custody now. In, yeah, but I, I don't, think so. I don't know if they're going to get divorced or what's going to happen. You saw Michelle Branch. It's, they're working it out now. They are? Patrick, yeah. Oh, they are? Patrick from the Black Keys. That was interesting. But then I felt like, this oh. is none of my business. I know, but then it was in the news. I know. So it was, still wasn't, but we read it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it still wasn't. But they're working it out. We like that. That's great. Yeah, we like it. We hope it works out for them. All right, what else? Trace Adkins thought that he killed Susan Sarandon while they were filming their new show on Fox, Monarch. What happened is they have a kissing scene and it all went down and then he heard he had COVID and he thought, oh, shoot. Oh, I just killed her. (laughs) I just killed Susan Sarandon. But luckily she was vaccinated and all the things and she never even got sick. But yeah, he was very terrified for a little bit that their makeout session was going to lead to her death. But make out for acting. We're going to need a doctor here because I think I just murdered filled dreams. <laughs> that looks like a good show on Fox. I want to check it out. And I didn't get to see the premiere, but there's a new episode up tomorrow on Fox. She dies of COVID for the spoiler alert. <laughs> Trace is funny where he talks so slow and so deep. And every time I see him, he makes fun of me. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like two weeks ago, just let me just... And, hey, and there's nothing you can do about it. It'll what am you. I gonna do? <laughs> what am I gonna do? Nothing. So I just, I just like it and laugh, laugh with them. All right, Amy, is that it? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. So you know Missy Franklin, the Olympic gold medalist swimmer. Mm-hmm. So her dad had kidney failure and he got put on a transplant list, but the odds of him getting a match are going to be years and years. So in a last ditch effort, their family turned to social media and so many people reached out after seeing the post, but they got tested and unfortunately were not a match. No matches of all the people trying? All the people trying. Wow. Except for, get this, another Olympic swimmer. Michael Phelps. Oh, Brian oh, Lochte. Oh, cool. Greg Luganis. He's a diver, though. Okay. Oh, that's all I got. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. Okay. Spitz. Ryan Spitz. Oh, Michael Spitz. He's a know, boxer. Man. I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Uh, Chrissy Perham, who is someone that took home a gold in 92 Barcelona games, and she saw the plea from the Franklins. She got tested. Boom, she was a match, so she volunteered. The surgery has already happened. It was successful. She loved being able to help someone out in her, quote, swim family, but now they really are, like, family for life. Yeah, she saved his life. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I have a clip of Missy Franklin talking about it. It was a very 
very surreal moment when we found out that not only did we have a match, but that she was an Olympic gold medalist in swimming. It was just such a full circle moment. That's it's cool. an amazing story. I tell you, I went to social media immediately because she's, she's famous. There's a lot of people trying, and it, but they did try and they weren't able to match. Uh, here we go. Famous swimmers. My, Michael Phelps. Yep. Katie Ledecky. Oh. oh, yeah. She's down. Ryan Lochte. Mark oh, Spitz. Yeah. Ian Thorpe, the Torpedo. Oh. Wait, you knew Mike Spitz? Yeah, Mark yeah, Spitz. he said it. Mark Spitz. Yeah, from like the 70s, <laughs> okay. I think. Old school Olympian. Other than that, got Matt Biondi, whose name sounds a little familiar. No. Missy Franklin. Mm. Uh, Nemo. Oh, I yeah. good that's it. That's all I got. Fish? I'm retiring at Nemo because oh I don't know anybody else. Okay. That's a great story, though. That yeah. is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.